The Sixers travel to Brooklyn for Game 3, but in the meantime, there's something that needs to be addressed. It involves J.J. Redick, and I'm here to tell you he cannot be let off the hook. What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome into Philly Take with RB. Like always, hit the like button if you enjoy this content. Be sure to subscribe and also hit that bell down below. That way you don't miss any of the coverage. We were live at the game last game, but we obviously didn't do our usual live stream. We'll be back fresh and in action, ready to go tomorrow, 7.30 p.m. Sixers and Nets in Brooklyn, Game 3. We'll break it all down live during the game and also, of course, have our post-game coverage. But in the midst of all of that and this past week, it's been a busy week, you know, preparing, putting out our preview for the playoffs. And I even got to interview the GOAT, Mark Zumoff. Be sure to go check that out as well. In the midst of all that, I missed an important highlight, an important note, just something that I wanted to address. It involves the MVP race, J.J. Reddick's take, who he selected for MVP and why he selected him for MVP. And I want to get into all that and give my thoughts on whether J.J. Redick has turned on the Sixers and Joel Embiid and whether it is a fair assessment because I kind of gave this up a couple weeks ago. We're going to end up finding out who it is and and there's already been, you know, lists of MVP voters who have put out their vote and all that stuff. But I'm I'm just ready to see who's going to win. In the meantime, though, you know, the talking heads are starting to get going about it. NBA playoffs, things are hot right now. And I have something to say about what J.J. Redick uh, put as his explanation for the MVP. But before we dive into the full breakdown, let's hear a quick word from our partner of today's video, Mint Mobile. Shout out to the partner of today's video, Mint Mobile. If you out there are similar to everyone else in the world who has thought to themselves at one point, why is my wireless bill so high? Then Mint Mobile is for you. Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for as low as $15 per month, and you don't have to sacrifice any coverage, speed, or data. They're built on the nation's largest 5G network and keep costs low because they sell directly to you online, cutting out the retail stores and salespeople. Why should you pay more than you have to for access to the same network? You can go and use that money to treat yourself to a Sixers game or even buy a new jersey. All Mint Mobile plans include unlimited nationwide talk and text, plus lightning fast 5G and free mobile hotspot. They even offer super affordable family plans with as little as two lines and switching to mint is super easy thanks to their digital e-sim cards you can sign up and activate immediately right on your phone from the comfort of your home and if your phone isn't e-sim compatible mint will actually ship you a new sim card free of charge the whole process will only take about 15 minutes and if you get stuck mint has a great customer service team to help you through it so if you are interested in reliable coverage and fast data for a fraction of the cost, go to mintmobile.com slash Philly Take. You can go right down to the description of this video and click the link, or you can scan the QR code on the screen. All right, let's talk about it. So Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, obviously those are the main three in the MVP race. Now, shout out to Aiden Laporta on Twitter for putting this out. This was confirmed. Joel Embiid currently holds 30 out of 45 first place MVP votes. There's an entire ballot and list. You can go find it. I was reading through some of them, even some of the talking heads that have, you know, kind of had something against Joel Embiid in prior years uh, have indeed voted for him. Now, this isn't final. It isn't finally confirmed. And, you know, I'm just going to wait to see what happens. But right now, it seems that Joel Embiid is the forefront leader for MVP. And it's well-deserved, as I have talked about on this show all year. He's had the best year out of the three, in my opinion. He has done things that are just insurmountable. And the way he has carried this team himself, gotten better, all those things, the averages, the numbers, 
you know, what he is doing, you know, in, in the likes, in the comparisons of Wilt Chamberlain and Kareem and just, just a bunch of crazy stuff. So there's a lot to go around it and a lot to talk about, but I don't even want to dive too much into the specific MVP race today and who I think, you know, obviously I think Joel Embiid should win, but why and all that stuff? Cause we talked about that already. However, what I do want to highlight are, are some other things. For example, it came out today from the athletic uh, in an NBA players poll, and it wasn't all players to be fair, but there was a good amount of anonymous players who participated in this. And Joel Embiid was voted as MVP by 50% of the NBA players who participated. And you've heard all the comments around the league. Even Kevin Durant said today that Joel should be MVP. I mean, Siakam and uh, who else? Kuzma, Bill. Like, there's so many guys. Lillard, all of these guys have vouched for Joel to finally get his. Steph Curry as well. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. But getting into the scoop of it, today's take involves J.J. Redick. And last week, when I didn't get a chance to talk about it, J.J. Redick placed his official vote for MVP. And here is who it was. It was Giannis Antetokounmpo. Now, Again, I'm not going to dive in deep to the specifics, but, you know, J.J. Redick now, I believe, has an MVP vote, and he is in, I guess, the media. And and before we even go more into this, I, you know, I'm a big fan of J.J. Redick. Him as a former Sixer, I loved his game. I loved what he did here, and I also loved, you know, what he has been doing in terms of creating his own media company and, and being an analyst and, and just going down this journey and, and really helping out a lot of other people, so... I'm still a fan of J.J. Redick, but in this space, in this industry, you talk, you discuss, you debate, all that stuff, you agree, you disagree, and I think he's way off par. Here's what J.J. Redick said about Giannis Antetokounmpo. Here's what I landed on. My MVP for the season was Giannis. Number two was Joel. Number three was Jokic. Number four, Tatum. Five, Donovan Mitchell. The Giannis thing is interesting because I don't think he's going to win, but I think he's the MVP. And the more I thought about it and the more I tried to talk myself out of it, I just couldn't do it. He's the MVP. He's the best player on the best team, best win percentage of all three of these guys. Now, that is perfectly fine. If you want to make a case for Giannis, I get it. If you want to make a case for Jokic, I get it. If you want to make a case for Joel, I get it. Um, at the end of the day, it is a three-team or a three-player race, and all these guys have had tremendous years. I will come out and be the first to say that, and they did the same thing last year. I think a lot of Sixer fans are frustrated that Joel did not win last year because he definitely deserved it last year. Um, and you know, now a lot of people are saying that this is going to be a consolation prize. Uh, no, no, Joel has earned it this year. Look at the numbers. Look what he's done. The impact going up against these guys. And at the end of the day, uh, JJ is trying to make the argument that because it's the best player on the best team, uh, he had to vote for Giannis and even said in that clip that he apologized to Joel and B. He said, I'm sorry, Joe, you're my guy, but I can't do it. All right, fine. Let's talk about what JJ Reddick said last year. Here's who J.J. Redick voted for, or he didn't have an official vote, but here's what he said last year. Quote, I do not know why we are so up in arms that Jokic won. This is last year when Jokic won his second in a row. Redick went on to say, quote, I think the voters got it right, and that is not an affront to Joel. I love him dearly. He's like a brother to me, but Jokic should have been MVP. Had I had a vote, I would have voted for Jokic. Okay, so best player on the best team. All these guys bought out last year. But if my memory serves correct, the Sixers were what? The four seed? The Bucks were what? The three seed? And the Nuggets were the six seed. In fact, it was the first time in over 20 years that an MVP had won without being a top four seed. 
So that just kind of broke history in itself. And then at the same time, obviously, J.J. Redick, his boy is Joel Embiid. He did the interview with him. He's, you know, he's talked about him as the greatest teammate he's ever played with and things like that. And now he doesn't want to vote for him two years in a row. So I just don't understand where he's coming from with the logic. Because when you look at J.J. Redick, just look at his career. Look at how much he propelled in Philadelphia because of a guy like Joel Embiid. And Joel has gotten, obviously, exponentially better. And it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. How was Jokic the MVP last year if he was on the six-seeded Nuggets if your logic and what you go by, your philosophy, is best player on the best team? Again, I am a big fan of J.J. Redick and what he is doing, but there are two things that I will never, ever let down from J.J. Number one, letting Ben Simmons off the hook in that interview where, you know, everybody was anticipating that. You hadn't heard from Ben behind the scenes on all the drama and everything for a long time. And J.J. had the perfect opportunity to ask him the good questions as a former teammate. And he sat up there and babied him and told him how great he was and that he'll be an all-star and that, he was going to shoot and all this stuff, and and he just let him say these things and look at how how all of it played out. I told you how it was going to happen. I mean, it's not rocket science. It's You can kind of see the trajectory, but J.J. let him completely off the hook. And, at, and number two uh, is passing on Joel Embiid again. The logic doesn't make sense, and I, I'm having trouble putting my finger on it as to what it is. Is it J.J. Redick too involved with the national media now? Has he gotten too big because he does a damn good job? Even broadcasts, he calls games now. In fact, he was in Philadelphia. I think it was game one. Yeah, game one. And, you know, he was getting booed. Got, some of the Sixers walked past him, looked at him. The, the fans were booing him. JJ, you brought this on yourself. You were, you're beloved in Philadelphia. And, and, you know, you don't pick your guy. Joel, the guy that you called the greatest teammate to ever play with you. And you know what's even funnier is that all of the Nugget fans out there and the Nugget media that I've seen, you know, now they're trying to essentially, you know, take take pressure off of the race. Right now they're saying, oh, you know, Jokic was undetermined to go out there and compete because he got turned off with the whole, uh, you know, race and the antics of it. And, you know, they go back to one of these quotes that he said, and I think they asked him about it recently. And, you know, now they're saying, oh, he didn't win it because he was turned off and he wasn't trying. That is BS. Give Joel Embiid some damn credit. I'm tired of everybody. It's even your own people. Like, J.J., I'm tired of everybody not giving Joel the credit he deserves. Joel said in that uh, interview with Rachel Nichols, right? He said, if anybody tells you they don't want to win MVP, they're lying, right? They're, they're, they don't want to live up to that. One guy wants to embrace the race. He wants to embrace the competition. And you should, right? You go to work and you work a full day. You want to get paid for it, damn it, right? And there was a clip recently where J.J. Redick was on first take analyzing Joel Embiid's playoff experience. I don't know if they were talking about the MVP uh, but essentially, he said, I, I forget what year it was, but, you know, Joel Embiid only averaged 23 points per game in the playoffs and it wasn't good enough, et cetera, et cetera. At the end of the day, where have his damn teammates been, right? The guys that were supposed to step up and help him out have not. Joel Embiid's out there playing with injuries, things that guys wouldn't even think about playing with. Joel's out there with a torn meniscus, a, a broken orbital bone, a, a torn finger or whatever else it is, a back injury. He's out there fighting through all of it. And I just wish people would give him some flowers. I think if Joel Embiid gets over the second round hump and gets to the finals, say, or, or wins a finals in Philly, I think it'll be similar to Giannis where he starts to garner more respect. But let's just say I, a lot of the chances, a lot of the opportunities 
the result of those, the failures have not been at the expense of Joel Embiid. Those are all my thoughts. Give me yours down below in the comment section. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And I will see you all tomorrow for game three. Peace.